Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Jocelyn Bamford on the line as we've been talking about, uh, you know, the impact on businesses of COVID-19 and certainly the rail blockades. Jocelyn, of course, the president and founder of the Coalition of Concerned Manufacturers and Businesses of Canada. Jocelyn, how are you doing this afternoon? Very well. Great to be with you and your listeners, John. I'm sure, you know, in some ways your businesses have been impacted by the COVID-19 and supply chains and so on and so forth. How about that compensation? Because the Prime Minister was intimating that perhaps the government would see fit to offer some kind of help. Uh, He mentioned that at a press conference, although he didn't specify what kind of form that might take. Any idea? Yeah, we're at the coalition. We are never in support of corporate welfare of any kind. So we think that it's fundamentally unfair because who do you pick? What who, who administers the program? Do some people get it and some people don't? Um, it, it is uh, fundamentally unfair, and and we don't support that. What we what they should be doing is uh, for policies that they enact or the rule of law that they don't support, uh, and causing us disruptions. That's what they should be paying for, but um, acts of God or um, other issues, we, we do not support that in any way. All right. On the matter of policies that they might have implemented or uh, were lax in implementing that have cost your businesses, uh, do you think the government ought to step up in that regard? I'm thinking specifically of the rail blockade issue that didn't get settled to your satisfaction in a timely way. Absolutely. That's policy and the rule of law that it's their fundamental job to enforce. And the fact that they didn't and cost a lot of businesses a lot of money and continue to, that is their responsibility and they should be owning up to that. But we we can't see that coming uh, anytime soon. On the matter of credibility, uh, as far as the Prime Minister is concerned, you wrote an op-ed piece in the Sun Papers today. I was just reading this, and uh, you're saying there's an anti-resource agenda playing out before our eyes. Uh, You believe in some way, shape, or form he's proactively trying to undermine a certain development of resources in this country? A hundred percent. And all of the actions that we have seen support that theory. I mean, even when when we look at um, getting the resources project either canceled or stalled or putting additional regulations or onto those projects, and, and I can't wait to see what happened with this closed-door meeting that we haven't all heard about with uh, the hereditary chief to see if they've added additional requirements to get that project through. So, uh, you know, I don't don't believe that all of this is a spontaneous actions. I think this is all part of a well-planned out, well-executed strategy that goes far beyond our borders to, dis- to, to try to disrupt and destroy our resource sector, which will enha- enhance um, the disruption and, and destruction of our manufacturing te- sector, because those two sectors are so linked together. We produce parts for the resource sectors, as do um, it, even on my street. There's four other companies that do, uh, and those two are tied together. And, and you know, we see this and view this as part of a larger strategy to to um, divest in our resource sector. 
Well, you know, I mean, it does sound conspiratorially uh, conspiratorial. Do you feel uh, is this a widely held belief within your coalition? Absolutely. When when people start to look at this, because at first we were like, how could they possibly be destroying our resource sector? And those the resource sector are what brings high paid middle class jobs. They can't. This can't be. Um, they can't be so incompetent as to have all these unintended consequences. And then, and then we looked back and reflected on it, and we looked at um, what we see in the financial community with ESG investing and the big push to de-invest in the resource sector. Um, and uh, so we see this as part of a broader strategy to try and get us out of the resource sector in Canada. And all of this at a time when Russia has announced one of the largest pipeline projects, billions of dollars, that that's going forward. And where is the global outcry on that? It's, it's cricket. So it seems to be targeted at Canada. It's very concerning because it will destroy our resource sector and our manufacturing sector. And this focus on this ESG investing is to drive the capital up that is required for our resource sector. So this all-pervasive cynicism uh, that you reflect here, Jocelyn, and you say your members do as well, uh, I guess it makes its way into what you just said. You're dubious about this agreement struck with the hereditary chiefs, or at least it's an arrangement. Let's be clear on the wording that came from Carolyn Bennett, the minister. Uh, yes, it's an arrangement. Uh, I guess we can say generously that the devil might be in the details, but you're sort of uh, dubious that this would be in the general interests of Canada. Yeah, and, and so if, if there is a deal struck, why can't we know about it? Where's the transparency on that? Let's show it the light of day so we can see if it's a good deal for moving the project forward or if it's just going to be a deal that ties it up in more regulation and red tape. Well, we'll leave it as a rhetorical question because we're all waiting on tender hooks. I'd like to know what's in it as well. Uh, and until we see it, uh, can't really offer much further comment. I appreciate your making your way known uh, earlier uh, or right now today, Jocelyn, and we'll talk again down the road. Well, looking forward to it and have a great day, John. You too. Jocelyn Bamford, president founder of the Coalition of Concerned Manufacturers and Businesses of Canada. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.